Hey, welcome to Focus Dimensions, the podcast, where I discuss all things spirit, magic, and how it is all a part of this vast multiverse. With a focus on my journey through African spirituality, topics of history, healing, conjure, and magic will be on the menu. Stay tuned for riveting interviews with guests and more. Come on in and sit a spell. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Focus Dimensions. Hope you all had a good weekend and your previous week was productive and uh, whatever you needed to do, you got done. Coming up on another week. Happy Monday. And I was looking at the calendar. I happened to be looking at the calendar for something else and I realized like, wait, isn't Easter coming up, and I was thinking Easter was at the end of the month, and it's actually next week. I don't know where the time is going, but okay. But for those of you who celebrate Easter, um, yeah, happy Easter. I, you know, for me, um, that's another that's another talk for another time. But I'm just gonna enjoy being off work and enjoy the time downtime. This podcast, this particular episode, I want to talk about emotional healing, especially as we move into um, the warmer months. And the reason I say that is because as we move into a different season, I think it's important to share it. It's just like you're moving away from the winter coats. You're moving away from the sweaters and the things that you use to cover up. Well, as we move into those warmer months, we have to shed. We have to shed those layers. And that's the way I see emotional healing. Emotional healing has layers. And there's a lot to emotional healing that I don't think a lot of us really pay attention to. And for me, I feel like when it gets, when you're dealing with emotional healing, you have to get to the root of the emotional pain. What caused the emotional pain? Is it something someone said? Is it something that someone did? Is it a result of grief? And then after you kind of get to thinking about the root, what are the triggers that lead back to the root? Because there are triggers that often bring you right back around. So if I'm being transparent here, um, I have been dealing with emotional healing. That is one of the things that my spirit team brought to my attention that, hey, we need you to sit with that. We need you to really work on your emotional healing. And I I knew that there were some things that I needed to really kind of put in front because let me be let me be transparent. One of the things I realized that I do is that I put myself on a back burner when it comes to um, things like that. I'm constantly putting other people in front of me. Okay, I've got to help this person do this spiritually. I got to help this person heal. I've got to help this person with whatever it is. And I start pushing myself on to the back. 
And I'm working on that. And I know, and you know, I've I've mentioned before that one of the things that I don't like to do, I don't like to cry. And my spirit team is like, we need you to release. We need you to get that out. And so for me, emotional healing right now is first and foremost with me. And part of me emotionally healing is dealing with what I attributed to the the actual emotional pain. So let me let me break that down for you. There is the emotional pain and what caused it. But what is it, what do you attribute to that emotional pain? And what is the root of that emotional pain? So for me, there is a root, then there's an aspect, and then there are triggers that hit that emotional pain. So for me, the root is how I feel about myself and what I feel, how I feel and who I feel I am. Now, an aspect of that root is the after effects of breast cancer and what I went through. A trigger for me is a breakup. And I've talked about that. If if you guys have, uh, I wrote an article on medium.com about a breakup and I realized that that is a huge trigger for me that sends me spiraling. So again, dealing with the root is where you really have to focus. And like I said, for me, the root is how I feel about myself. But an aspect of that is the cancer and what I went through. So there are stages to emotional healing that I want to kind of address here so that you can kind of get gauge where you are. Stage one, suffering. You are dishonoring your pain. You're not dealing with the painful emotions. And if you are dealing with the painful emotions, you are not dealing with them in a conducive and healthy way. You're in denial in some aspects. You may not even want to acknowledge that you are suffering. And your behavior may be actually in the forefront and the suffering is mirrored by your behavior. So that's stage one. Stage two of emotional healing is you can name what you're feeling, how you're feeling, and why you feel that particular emotion. So say, for instance, if you are angry, you can pinpoint where, why you're angry. You can say, I'm angry because of X, Y, and Z. And that emotion, you're aware of it. You're aware of 
why you're having it. And you can begin to move forward with the healing. Stage three is confrontation. You are now going to confront the emotions you were avoiding. And you're going to face the emotional pain that you're experiencing. Now, that's not always easy. I think confrontation is probably in any aspect of your life hard. I hate confrontation. As a Libra, that's that's one of the common things about um, Libras that we don't like confrontation. Now, we will do it, but I myself don't like it. And so confronting emotions often is hard. It is, it is, it for me, especially emotions that I really don't want to deal with, like crying, like sadness, I don't like confronting that. And I, on this spiritual journey, I have learned to allow myself the, the place, the space to confront the emotions that I'm feeling and to say, okay, why are you feeling this way? And especially because I'm empathic, because you have to be able to know what's yours and what's someone else's, what is someone else's emotions or feelings or whatever it is that you have in your energy field. And that's important. Next stage is stage four, expression. You express your emotions in a healthy way or it's in a way that is healthy as much as you can manage by crying when you feel sad, screaming when you feel angry, if you scream, yell, whatever, um, or whatever it is you need to do to express your emotions. You may journal it out. You may write it out. You may talk it out with a friend. Um, but you are able to express those emotions in a way that gets it out. That's where I'm stuck at right now. I'm going to be honest with you. That's where I'm stuck. And I was having a conversation with my cousin and we were talking about that because she was telling me, okay, you need to get that out. You've got to get that out. And like I said, um, that's where I'm stuck is getting it out. I've been through the suffering. I've been through the awareness. Um, I've even been through the confrontation and knowing what it is that I need to do there. But I am right there in stage four with expressing it. And the reason being is because I'm having to sit with why I don't like crying, why I don't like sadness, why I feel I don't have the luxury to cry. And that's the ongoing thing. As a healer myself, understand, if you're a healer out there, understand that you're going to be in a constant state of healing. Don't ever feel like you have to have arrived in order to help someone else. Anyone that tries to tell you that, oh, how can you heal somebody if you're not healed? How can you tell somebody? No. As a healer, we have to be in a constant state of healing. We have to be. We cannot turn that off. You're not supposed to. 
Because if you get to a point where you decide, okay, I don't need any more healing, then I feel like now you've shut that off. Empathy comes with that. Empathy comes with healing. There are going to be things that you're going to heal from that you're going to be able to help somebody else with. But healing and empathy go hand in hand. So it may not be that you've experienced what your client or your friend or your family member or your coworker is going through. But if you have empathy, you can help them. So back to the expression. I that's where I am working through. That's that's the thing I'm working through. And um, I don't have a problem being you know, getting the anger out. I don't have a problem journaling, but that crying thing, Ooh, I got to work on that. And I know, I know where that comes from. It's, it's, it's a couple of different places that that stems from. And one of them comes from when I grew up and my mom who is still here, I'm blessed to still have her here. My mom, I, I used to joke and call her weeping Wanda because my mom could cry when the wind direction blew. And um, she used to, because we grew up in church, she used to always talk about how there was a particular character in the Bible that he would, you know, cry. He would cry out what well, she would say, cry out to the Lord. And so that's her thing. She's a terrier, terrier you know, someone who tarries in the spirit, someone who um, goes before she's an intercessor. If you all, you know, know about church stuff, um, she goes before, um, God, the Lord, the creator, whatever you, you deem that being, um, for others. And so my mama can cry like no other. She'll go up speaking in tongues and they say, you know, be like, what? you know, and, and for people who are not used to that, they think, what's wrong with her? You know? And, and so as a kid, I grew up seeing that and I never wanted to be that. I, I never liked that. That's, that's one aspect of the crying. And, and then the other aspect is that I, I feel like, for me, crying takes me out of myself. Crying for me is literally an out-of-body experience. I don't know any other way to explain it because it takes me to another, almost another realm. And I sometimes feel like I may never stop. So that's part, that's where I'm stuck at. Like I said, the expression stage is where I'm stuck at with the emotional healing. But I'll get there. So the final stage of emotional healing is acceptance. And this is where you've mastered your undesirable emotions and the pain is either gone or has dissipated. Now, many people that I have either helped or that I know they haven't really gotten there yet or they have. But again, because emotional healing or healing is something that you is going to be continuous, you're going to continue to kind of go through some of these stages. So what I realize and what I know is that ultimately not healing emotionally can block you 
in more than one way. It can block your manifestations. It can block your ascension, ascension spiritually. It can lower your vibrations. And these are things, honestly, you have to, uh, going back to that third stage, you have to confront. Because it is literally a block. It is a block spiritually. It is a block emotionally. It can eventually be a mental block for you. It can cause a mental block. And so this is why I always say healing is not linear. Healing is such a 360 roller coaster, 360 degree roller coaster ride that you you cannot think that you can literally land in one space and you're done. So Another aspect of emotional healing is understanding that you have to go deeper. You cannot stay on the surface. I will be honest with you and tell you, everything that I've just named, those stages, that's surface. Because you've got to get to the root again. You've got to get to the root of it. How did you get there? But also you have to deal with healing an aspect of this whole thing that may be dealing with the past is that emotional pain. Is that something that has happened in the past that you haven't let go of? That is a strong point I want you to sit with because you need to look at the past and see, okay, one, am I holding on to something that is decades old? Is it something from my childhood? Is it something I need to get some help, professional help with? There is nothing wrong with that. Y'all know I'm an advocate for professional help. I'm an advocate for therapy. Please make sure if it is in your budget, if you can afford it, because I know that psychological counseling therapy is not cheap, but if you can't afford it, if you can get on somebody's sliding scale, please make sure that you are utilizing that because it's going to be beneficial to kind of dig in that past and see how you how that root was formed. Another aspect of this is when you're going deeper is figuring out, is this a karmic lesson? Is this a lesson from your past life? Y'all. I cannot express to you how this is such an aspect that many people don't regard. I just sat with this um, actually this week. And we go through karmic lessons and past li- our past lives have done different things that have trickled over into this lifetime for us. And I may have talked about this in a previous episode, but it's not fair that you have to suffer the karmic lessons of what your past life did. But guess what? It is what it is. And so what happens is, and I'll give you the example so I can kind of bring it to where you need to understand it. One of my past lives, I was a Viking. And this particular past life, was a womanizer. Now, you have to understand, 
If you know what a womanizer is, you know they go through women. They go through, and yes, he, my past life was a male. Male, red-headed Viking. And I can see that past life clearly in my mind. And this particular past life went through women. Wasn't abusive verbally, wasn't abusive phys- physically, but was emotionally abusive. Hurting hearts, breaking hearts, left and right. So that's one of my past lives. And guess what? I had to reap those karmic lessons and all the things that that past life did in this lifetime. Because my other lifetimes didn't deal with it. And so I'm having to deal with those lessons, deal with the the aspects of what that past life did. And it has come out in ways that have made me sit and go like, but I didn't do that. And I have had to really deal with it. In, and I won't get into the personal aspects of it, but it is part of why I have a right, why the triggers are for me what they are. Because I'm having to to really atone for what that past life did in this lifetime. And I will say this, when dealing with your past lives and these karmic lessons, one of the ways you can help to move those karmic lessons along is to sincerely apologize for what that karmic lesson, for what that that past life did. I know that a lot of you are probably going to be like, yeah, but I didn't do it. That may be so. That's just like being in the school and you're in the classroom and one kid is talking and the whole class gets in trouble. You didn't do it. You didn't talk, but now everybody got to write an essay. Now everybody got to stay in from recess. Now everybody got to pay for what that kid did because that kid couldn't shut his mouth. Same thing. Your past life did what it what it did, what they did, but because it wasn't dealt with at that time and any any lives bef- after that, you in your spiritual journey are having to deal with it now. If you are aware of your past lives and the things that have happened. You need to make sure that you're atoning for it so that you don't have to continually suffer the karmic lessons that come with those misdeeds that your past life did. So, again, one of the ways is to sincerely apologize. And what I have done is just said, you know, I, creator, universe, I apologize for any hearts that were broken, any thing that I have done to hurt others in my past life, I apologize for that. Please forgive me. Forgive my soul essence. And I say, Ashe and amen, and I go on. And I've done that a number of times. You will find that things start easing up. I've all, Because I do divination, I already know that finally... That past life and those lessons that have been attributed to that past life, I have now completed that karmic lesson, that karmic life. And so if you do divination, you'll be able to know what that looks like. And then, 
again, going back to acknowledging that you need to emotionally heal. To be honest with you, that's the first step. Many of us don't even acknowledge that, you know what? I'm going through something emotionally that I know I need to sit with. And because it hurts, we tend to do the first thing we know to do, and that's avoid. That will get you in trouble. And you have to be acknowledged. You have to understand that and acknowledge that you first need to and make, you know, make the acknowledgement that you need to emotionally heal. So when dealing with the spiritual aspect of this, we have to think about, okay, how do I help this along? Well, you know, I mentioned earlier apologizing for what your past life did. You acknowledge You know, the first step is acknowledging that you need to emotionally heal, going through the stages. But from a spiritual aspect, I want to add that you can do some shadow work. Make sure that you are sitting with figuring out what are your triggers. Like I said, for me, one of my triggers are breakups. Breaking up with that significant other that relationship that you thought would be for life that was me and it took it was believe me it was ugly when i've had breakups especially the ones that were really really i was really really there emotionally physically spiritually i was there in that relationship and then when it ended the demise of that relationship took me down a really um deep and disheartening path. So doing your shadow work, you will learn your triggers. Ask for help from your spirit team. Ask for help from your higher self. Ask for help from your spirit guides and helpers. Ask for help from your ancestors. Ask your ancestors to pray for you. Pray for peace. Ask your ancestors to pray for peace or to help you with the energy of healing. Again, you know, I talk about your teams. If you have a healing team, ask your healing team on your uh, within your ancestors to help you heal. Another part of the spiritual aspect that can help you along with emotional healing is candle work. You can do some candle work to help you heal. There are various ways. I won't get into the ways of uh, how you can do candle work to help you heal because there there are many ways to do it. Um, I have utilized more than one way that has helped me get to at least where I am right now within my the stages of emotional healing. But candle work is a really great place. Now, let me add the caveat here. When it comes to candle work, if you do not know how to at least make sure that you are protecting the energy. Don't do it. Because I've said before, every lit candle is a portal. You have to be careful with this. So I I, I hope that I'm making myself clear with this because going to the metaphysical shop and getting a candle and then just lighting it haphazardly, first of all, you haven't blessed the candle. You need to bless the candle. 
You need to you need to cleanse the candle first because somebody else's hands have been on it. You need to bless the candle and anoint the candle and you need to activate the candle. But you also need to have protection up because that candle once lit is a portal. If you've got stuff going on in your home, you're only opening up portals that are going to bring in more stuff that's going on in your home. So I want to make sure that you understand that when I say candle work, I mean making sure you're doing your due diligence with utilizing the aspect of magical candle work. So I hope that this has been helpful to you with regard to getting you started on your journey for emotional healing. I know that I am in a place where I understand what I need to be doing and I want you to get there as well. So with that, I hope that you have a wonderful week. Happy Easter to you all. Happy whatever you celebrate. I want you to have a wonderful week, a productive week, a positive healing week. And I want you to be blessed. Take care. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Focus Dimensions, the podcast. Let me know what you thought of this episode by leaving me a message. I look forward to hearing from you.